on supporting small businesses during the COVID-19 outbreak, that you'll be pleased to know cuts through all of the noise and misinformation out there and instead provides the latest news, advice and government support dedicated specifically to small business owners. Tide are also kindly offering She Can She Did listeners, aka you, with up to three months free access to their upgraded account, Tide Plus, to support all of us even more during the coming months. What does that mean, I hear you ask? Well, essentially, you can set up a regular business current account in about 10 minutes on the Tide app, which is the one that I've been using for the past 18 months. But this upgrade that usually costs $9.99 a month will give all of us access to the Tide Plus features, including access to the Tide Plus member support phone line, a free 24-7 legal helpline that provides additional legal support around the clock, 20 free transfers per month, prioritised in-app support that will push your queries to the front of the queue, plus the fanciest perk if you ask me, an oh-so-exclusive matte black card that will make you stand out from the normal blue card lot. To get started, all you need to do is download the Tide app and enter the code PODCAST in the in-app chat to activate the offer. The T's and C's are listed in the show notes below, of course, along with the link to their amazing hub that I mentioned a few weeks back. Please do let me know if you sign up. I would love, love, love to hear what you think. Anyway, with that said and done, on a Friday morning, I caught up with Hannah Cole, who along with her parents co-founded and runs Cole & Co, the luxury Welsh soaps and candle brand, oh my gosh, they smell amazing, that aside from their direct-to-customer sales that come via their online store and two shops in Cardiff, and please excuse my pronunciation, I want to say Beaumaris... I feel like I've definitely insulted someone by pronouncing that wrong. So I apologise sincerely if that was just a complete botched job there. Bo Maris, let's go with that. But they also um, supply a vast number of independent shops and boutique hotels throughout Wales too. With a team of 15 under Hannah's direct management, both stores closed for the foreseeable future until we all come out of lockdown and online sales have overtaken their Christmas orders in recent weeks. This is how COVID-19 has impacted Cole & Co and Hannah's day-to-day priorities as a result and why, despite the natural fit and numerous recommendations from her customers, she hasn't added hand sanitizer to the company's offering. As always, I hope you enjoy it. good idea Hannah but do tell please how has the coronavirus impacted Cole and Co and um Colin I was about to say Colin Cole it's Colin Co I need to get my words straight I've got my coffee um how has it impacted the business and um how has it played out over the course of the past two months it's been a bit of a whirlwind obviously when it all started happening we were very much in denial I don't know if it's just me and mum and dad being quite stoical and quite, you know, it's everything's going to be fine. And then it obviously reached the place of lockdown. And I think it was the first week of lockdown. We all had to have that conversation of, right, the staff need to go home and be safe because it doesn't matter which, we've got 15 members of staff and each one had a different reason why they really shouldn't be in work anymore. Um, So that was quite tricky because I've only opened the Cardiff shop in November. So it's only like six months old and suddenly I'm like, okay, everybody go home and I'm locking the front door. I hated it. So I had a really bad adjustment period, but the support has been insane. Our online orders are through the roof. Like we're beating Christmas, which we didn't think. We kind of, week one, we were like, okay, everybody's supporting us. This is lovely. Week two, okay, everybody's still supporting us. This is weird. Week three, it was, mum, you really need to learn how to pack orders because now it's your responsibility. And so <laughs> that's her new routine is that every day, 
um, orders are being packed up to go out to incredible customers. And the wholesale side's obviously got a lot quieter, which is my main role. And it's got a lot quieter, but you can tell it's the shops that are keeping on going, which is like the zero waste shops and things, which is our new business. They're still there and they're still checking in to say, right, we are going to come back to you. But you can imagine for some of them, they're used to having 100 customers through the door every day. And suddenly they're having to reduce it to doing deliveries to 15 a day. So you can, you know, the difference is going to be there and that stock's going to take a bit longer. But every, the community has just blown my mind. It's just kept me going every day. It's just lovely emails and lovely conversations and Instagram messages and stuff. So yeah, it's a, a roller coaster and it's an up and down, but I'm grateful that we're still here and we're still going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go back a few steps then because I'm interested in how it played out because I was looking at your posts like leading up to the lockdown and I think it was the 14th of March you mentioned how you started to like the shop was still open uh, you're pushing hand wash uh, but you were also like cleaning the surfaces in the shop and all of that kind of thing because I think it's really you know I've said it a few times on here when we're talking in hindsight once we've all found a way to deal with the situation it's so much easier to kind of brush over the panic yeah but what did the week before all the shops were told, businesses were told to shut, what did that look like in terms of on a day by day, getting up, going to work? What did you prioritise when the, I suppose, advice wasn't clear? When it's the responsibility is on you to look after your customers and your team? Yeah, it was, I didn't, I didn't sleep for a week, if I'm being completely honest. And my mum didn't either. We talk every day and every morning it was sleeping like ah, yeah enough <laughs> enough to get up and get going again obviously my priority had to be my staff I've got a young team and my priority was them and our customers I'm really really lucky in the fact that we've got quite a big shop floor space but yet we're not in a central location so we're not ever in a position where there's so many people in the shop you can't move so in terms of limiting how many people were coming in, it was fairly straightforward. Hand sanitizer became a massive thing. I'm just quite lucky with how my team manufacture. We don't do anything with machines. It's all done by hand, which means that without meaning to, when you're washing the buckets and things, you're washing your hands probably every 15, 20 minutes, even without it. So we had a really a big meeting at the beginning of the week. And I was like, right, we need to just up everything another level again. And the team responded amazingly. Um, Mum did the same with her team and they chose to stay at home. So they went into lockdown a week earlier than we did um, because my team were a bit happier to um, keep going. But because they're, we're limited on how many are in each day anyway, it was quite easy to spread out and not come into too close a contact. And we wore gloves, but it was just a strange adjustment. It was just, like you say, there was no clear information. So we were in a position of, right, are we going to have to be like this for a month? Are we going to be like this for two days and then suddenly it's going to end? How much precautions do we put into place? Which again, it's investment, it's time, it's all those kind of things. Is it going to be worth it if then tomorrow they announce at the meeting that, yeah, okay, everybody go home? And I had the weekend, so the, we went into lockdown on the Monday. The weekend before, my brothers came down to stay. I was like... I don't know if this is going to be the last time I'm going to see them or if next weekend I could be going up home. I, I don't know. So that added in another level then is what is everybody's personal story. So it was having a conversation with each member of the team to be like, right, what's the priority for you? Are you going back to where you're from or are you staying here? So yeah, it's just a weird week. I um, always think that like for me, it was the same. My sister was um, out in the pool climbing Everest my dad was we think obviously no tests but we think dad had it and it's like you're trying to figure out what to do with the business but also family stuff's all 
crazy and it's it's that juggle I think it's reinforced it for so many people because like you said everyone has been impacted by this and everyone's personal lives they're dealing with that on top of the business stuff yeah and I think that's it's taught me a lot because obviously I've been a manager of the shop for six months now but it was the first time I really had to put that head on and put all of my personal stuff the fact that I see my mum every three weeks and I haven't seen her now for just over two months. So breaking it down and be like, no, put your own stuff away. You've got a team that really needs you right now, mm-hmm. that needs you not to be scared, not to be frightened that one of them could come into work and be ill. So yeah, it was, it's a battle. It's a constant. But it even is now, to be honest. I try and check in with my team at least two, two times a week. And you can tell some of them are now getting frustrated trying to stay at home and Others don't know what's going to happen next. And you're still trying to, it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. Even though the day before you'll have had a complete breakdown about the fact that it really isn't going to be okay. (laughs) It's not going to be okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, do you know what though, Hannah? Like just how you're speaking about it, you can just see how um, lucky they are to have you. Do you know what I mean? Because I think that you can tell that you genuinely care and you, it's like you've got such a good head on you that's like balanced between professional but so caring do you know what I mean you do yeah Yeah. in terms of when the shop shut then obviously like you said your mum's had to learn to pack all the orders etc etc how did you go about marketing the fact that you're putting all your attention to online naturally people were desperate for hand wash etc etc anything clean products are going to thrive in this anyway but how did you kind of manage that sensitively knowing that ultimately we're in a pandemic your business is going to do well from this there's no nothing wrong with that you're helping us because your products help but do you know what I mean that that balance and that was the that was the tricky part because we had people for maybe the two weeks before being like can you make hand sanitizer and that's where my level head came in and people laughed at me for saying it but I already make soaps and hand wash I don't need to be the like triple threat that's going to take out half a community of people that are trying to make it just for the sake of us making that few extra quid. We did make some for um, local delivery drivers. My dad made some for the DHL team and the DPZ team that go around by us. But we didn't, and we had it in the shop, obviously, for our staff to use. But that was the kind of balance we had to reach. Is And we also know that we sit on the luxury end of hand wash and soaps. You know, we, we make... I mean, it's things. bloody good hand wash. It's good. They're good bars of soap, aren't they? Um, so we know that it had to still be the people that wanted to not give in to just buying the Tesco hand wash because it was part of their weekly shop but that's where the communities come in and the amount of messages we get on the website that's we're going to be visiting um, Bimaris this April and now we can't so still so glad that we can get our hand wash that's where it comes in and it sits in a really nice position. I think if it had been any bigger we'd have really struggled like really struggled if it had been a case of right okay let's go and approach the government and say that we've got hand wash and Mm. let's say that we can make hand sanitizer and see who comes knocking. But I didn't want my team to come back in and mum really didn't want her team to come back in. Her team is in like 50 average age. She really didn't want her team to come back in. And there is no way me, mum and dad could be any busier than we are now. So that was the balance we had to reach of, okay, let's concentrate on just making sure people know that we're not closing. Let's do it that way. Let's just say that we're still here and we can still make hand wash and we can still make soaps. And if anybody needs it, we're there, but not, okay, let's just profit off this and go massive. Because yeah. I don't think we'd have been able to cope when it then backed up again. 
yeah when yeah. it all slows down we'd have been like okay now we've got loads of stuff that we can't use so it's so true though because it's a like a um I've had this conversation a few times with people that are doing their businesses are thriving in this it's like managing what happens on the other side when that demand isn't as intense yeah you know if you suddenly scale too quickly and start bulk ordering but then next tomorrow we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow everyone's allowed out again say and then suddenly that demand's not there it's just that constant like managing it isn't it exactly yeah no okay so in terms of just to clarify then is it the orders given that the online orders are busier than christmas is it just you your mum and dad making those yeah um so the way we've had to split it up obviously i'm staying at home i'm down in cardiff so i'm four and a half hours away from them so the way it's broken down is that i only go to my workshop on a monday and I'm making any of our wholesale orders, which our refill customers have still been incredible. I made 240 litres of hand wash on Monday. My hands still haven't recovered. So <laughs> I'm doing those and then prioritising a lot of our new releases that we're going to hopefully come out of this with and some really exciting projects that we're working on. And then mum is in charge of the uh, the w- website orders. So between her and dad, really, because dad's making them and then mum's packing them. Love so. That. It's great though, because we've gone through stock and that's the only thing that we could wish for is that we wouldn't end up with stock just sitting on the shelves. So it's been a it's been a nice balance that we're going to come out of this. And yes, we're probably, even if they say tomorrow that we could suddenly reopen, we'd still give it a week because our shops are bare. There's nothing left in them. <laughs> yeah it's it's been a new balance to reach and it's been a bit it's been quite tough on them and dad so they'll definitely be deserving a holiday as soon as this is over that's for sure yeah absolutely you said at the beginning that it's also given you some time to focus on other things that you hadn't had the time for so what are they (laughs) Um, (laughs) we've got a great secret project that um hopefully touch wood by the end of the summer, I'll be able to talk a lot more about. Everyone keeps saying that they're working on these secret projects and I'm just going, I want the exclusive hand. <laughs> I know who's <laughs> giving it to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been, I've been doing, we're working with some incredible people um, around the country who kind of inquired a few months ago, maybe a year ago, obviously didn't have the time for it. So they're now also coming back and saying, right, let's work on it. So we're doing a few things along that line as well. And then I've got big plans for the refill side. So it started a year ago and we kind of ended up in it and it's just rolled and rolled and rolled. And now I've sat down and gone, okay, what are we going to make it look like and how are we going to put it across? So um, get ready because there's going to be some exciting new releases in that range as well. I love that. That's amazing. Okay. In terms of looking after yourself then, you're busier than ever. Um, You've got the team to manage, which I, you know, I really don't want to keep I don't want to downplay it. That's if you've got 15 members of staff, that's a lot of responsibility. How are you making sure that you're looking after your health throughout all of this, mentally, physically, everything? I'm not going to lie. I was terrible at it before and I still am, Um, which isn't great. I've started doing a workout every morning again, which is something that I had lost the time to do. So I'm grateful to get that back. So I'm doing the shreddy challenge for my sins. I feel like my legs are like jelly today. Um, (laughs) But it goes such a long way though, honestly. I'm such a morning workout girl and like I just... Yeah, I love that everyone's doing home workouts at the moment. It's worked really well because it just gets me going because I think if I didn't have it, then the chances would be I'd look at the clock at 10 and be like, oh, maybe I'll just start work at 11. Whereas I get up, work out, have breakfast, get on with my day straight away. It was really nice whilst the sun was out uh, to have... I'm a a, what the family call a sun hunter, so I'll find the sun in any place. So it's been quite nice to have lunch breaks out in the sun. But 
I just struggle with it. I'm, I'm a social butterfly. I love being around people. It's where I'm most comfortable. It's why I opened the shop in the first place. So I find it really tricky not seeing friends and family. But, you know, there's Zooms, there's quizzes, there's good old catch-ups on the Saturday. We're doing one with my boyfriend's family this weekend and I think there's like 15 of us involved and it's like 100 questions long, so... Oh my God, that's carnage. How do you all know when to talk? <laughs> but, you know, it's those, it's those little things that bring lights the everyday that I'm grateful for and I do do catch-ups with my team and I'm really lucky to have such a great team that they're all staying positive as well. So that makes it a lot easier. Yeah. There was a really, there's, um, I'm just going to get it up because I screen trusted it. And I just think like the way you approach things is so inspiring. You said with times is tough. I think this is on the 31st of March. So yeah, a month ago. With times is tough, it's so easy for us to get caught in our negative thoughts. A shop we dreamt of for years now sits in hibernation. Staff wait at home for the green flag and the whole world has gone quiet. But today I woke up feeling positive. There's so many lovely things that are happening that should also be accounted for. And then you go on. And I was like, that's such a nice way of putting it because it's like, it's just that reality, but also, you know, every single one of us is struggling on our own ways, but there's yeah. also so much positivity that's come out of this. That's just exactly. so unbelievably inspiring, right? Yeah. And, and that's the thing that I'm always keeping in my mind, because I think if I sat and wallowed in my own self-pity for long enough, then I wouldn't get up. And it's also, I think, the realisation that you are very, very aware that with how severe the situation is, there are people in so much worse positions than we are. Yeah. So it's having, it's remembering that. It's remembering that yeah, perspective. all my family and friends are well and safe and happy at home and in lovely relationships that are keeping them going. So if that's the case, my dad is a new man. I don't know who my who has replaced my dad since this all started, but... He's been an absolute gem. Not that he wasn't before, <laughs> but he's taken on a whole new life. It's great. Oh, um, I love that. As the, the making sure we're all okay. Yeah, I think we, you, you remember that and that's what's kept me going. Yeah, love that. Because of looking after myself, I'm shocking. So I've got to do something. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of advice then um, to any founders listening, Hannah, what would you say to anyone right now to manage this situation going forward keep going etc etc yeah just concentrate on what can come afterwards because my staff are all sitting at home and they don't want to be there but then I'm keep saying to them be grateful for it because I have no doubt that when we go back it's all going to go full drive all sudden again and we're not going to have time off and we're going to be working nights so be prepared for that as well and if you're setting up a business and you you had big plans for launching it now and or if you're based in a tourist area and you've got that same oh my god what's this summer gonna be like don't because something good will come of it something good will happen whether it's that you have to readapt how you're going to do it or you have to look forward and and see that at the end of it it's all going to be okay because there's bigger problems and we will get through it yeah it's an amazing community of independence and we're all there so it's okay if it's a case of reaching out and just checking in then do it Love that. And when we do get through it, out the other side, what are you going to do to reward yourself, your family, your team, everything? What do the celebrations look like for you? A barbecue, 100% is with the team. It's already planned. The girls have done too much work in their back gardens, so we're going to have to do a tour. <laughs> That's 100%. And um, me, mum and dad escaping for a week, find a house in the middle of nowhere and just turn off because we haven't. So yeah, that's how it's going to look like for me. 
And then as soon as I can get on a plane, we've got a house out in Spain, so I'll be there getting my suntan back on and feeling back to my normal self. So, At least yeah. you tan. If I sit in the sun, I literally just go even more beetroot than I already look right now <laughs> on this camera. Honestly, it's ridiculous. Everyone, Everyone's always like, when the sun's out, they just go, go running out there. There's me and my factor 50 just like in the shade, like, cool. <laughs> Just stick a leg and hope for the best. Yeah, exactly. Um, honestly, <laughs> Hannah, thank you so much. That was so much fun. And like genuinely, I take my hat off to you because you're doing so well. Thank you. And I can't wait for the next meetup. It's going to be great. It's going to be like... No, I've got to get that in the diary. Yeah, that will be, gosh, whenever we're allowed. Exactly. I yeah. do love my Cardiff Mingle. You know I love my Cardiff oh, it's Mingle. Great. It's great. <laughs>